0: I've been showering a lot more in the morning. Usually I'm a night showerer, night showerer, but now I do mornings and nights. Um, and so I, I've noticed that I've been singing more in the shower, which is a, a little consequential because then it kind of sucks when you get soap in your mouth, then it becomes a soap opera. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was Thanks, actually man. pretty good. <laughs> Appreciate that it. That was
1: actually pretty good.
0: Welcome to episode thirty-five of the Bench Scrubs podcast. Today we talk. Today we are a quarter, a little over a quarter of the way through the NFL season. Five games in. Um, we're going to talk about our predictions. We're also going to dive a little bit into our fantasy league, which obviously <laughs> I'm number one <laughs> in. Surprise, surprise. Uh, a few things we're going to talk about is teams that have underachieved, teams that have overachieved, current Super Bowl favorites, um, who is going to be the MVP. And who do you think it is thus far? And the next head coach on the hot seat to be fired. But before we begin, today we have a special, special guest today with us. Rafay is with us, one of our really good friends. He's uh, he, he's coming in today with his extensive football knowledge. Um, and I say that very loosely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 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 um What's and today's going, episode number 35 we're going to dedicate it to the OG unhateable Oklahoma City Kevin Durant which is vastly different than number seven Brooklyn Nets Kevin Durant so Rafa, I'm going to give you the floor today
2: uh for let, sure. let,
0: oh I didn't even ask a question so what are you answering <laughs> just want to say num- yeah n- number out. one actually you know what yeah go ahead tell us why you're so grateful to be here today
2: uh big fan of the show i've watched and and no not not watched i've listened to all of the podcasts <laughs> okay. uh you can, you don't have to you know question that statement lull i've been hanging on every word you guys have been saying for the past however long you've been doing this podcast
3: <laughs> 35 <laughs> episodes or okay. 34
2: 34 <laughs> episodes
0: yes Mm-hmm. um but yeah no just uh excited to be on thanks for having me awesome man awesome i know you're right now you're in pittsburgh right and so you you went from kansas city then you went to pittsburgh so vastly different teams uh different traje- trajectories uh with how this new season's going uh steelers just got a new quarterback i know your boy mitch was benched for uh kenny pickett and he's the rookie who graduated from from pittsburgh um so, so i guess uh,
2: i guess uh um What's the uh, vibe
0: in Pittsburgh about that, by the way?
2: Oh, they're 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 excited. They're, they're excited. Really excited. He was uh, he was such a good quarterback in in college in, in uh, Pitt, especially last year. He played in the same stadium because uh, yeah. P- plays in Heiden Stadium. Um, a uh, very likable guy. Um, and also Mitch is likable because you feel bad for him and everything. But uh, he's just a he's just a backup quarterback. Um, yeah. uh, he seems like a nice guy. Wish him well personally, but I think that he doesn't he's not able to capitalize on the opportunities that are given to him. And I hope that Kenny Pickett can kind of survive. Cause
0: uh, I mean, all I can say is like Mitch was set up for success, to be honest, Pittsburgh has a great defense, mm-hmm. um, has a really good running back, really good receivers. I mean, uh, yeah. it was a, it was a place to succeed. Great head coach, good coaching, good org- organization, good like literally the exact culture. opposite of the bears. So you're only going to expect good things. And, he gets mm-hmm. benched in this fourth game. So not even a quarter through the season. So that was a little weird to see. But speaking of people that have underachieved, um, who do you think in the total totality of the NFL thus far within five games, who's one team or one player you think is underachieved and who's one team or player that you think has overachieved thus far?
2: Uh, you know, there's actually a lot of candidates. Um, but like the one that just – jumps off to my mind is uh in terms of underachieving let me start there is actually the las vegas raiders i think they had like a good Mm -hmm. organization they had a lot of good pieces i understand that josh mcdaniels has a complicated offense uh brady made it look easy because one he's brady and two he was in it for so many years so Mm -hmm. i think there's going to be a learning curve but i think they're a deceptively really good one in four team that could very easily have been uh, you know um completely on the opposite end like 4 and 1 or 3 and 2 um so and i and to be fair i, I do think they can maybe turn it around i definitely don't think they could be competing with uh the Kansas City Chiefs uh, but they almost beat them too um even though there was like a little, uh, a foul um roughing the passer that should not have been called um but to go on the completely op- op- opposite end i think uh, a team that's like actually kind of surprisingly overachieved is the Giants, who are four and one, it's like that doesn't sound right. Um, especially like like I have nothing against Daniel Jones. I just never thought of him as like a competent quarterback. I just think that just got drafted high, and um, I think mean, I mean they're four and one, so can't deny that something's um, working. Something's working. I just yeah. I don't know what. And to be honest, um, and, and to be fair, like um, on the opposite end, like if there's two more teams that. Like one that overachieved is like the Miami Dolphins, because I felt like, well, it's the Miami Dolphins. So just seeing them succeed is kind of awkward to see. And a team that I did not think was going to struggle as much as they have is the Cincinnati Bengals.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Super Bowl curse is real, man. It's real. Yeah. Um, and speaking on that, uh, what what are your thoughts about that, Daniel? What are your two or two or three candidates for overachievers and under, underachievers thus far?
1: yeah it's, it's been a fun uh five games so far but um let's start off with the um the underachievers uh for me it's the rams right i mean they won a super bowl um but they're two and three so it's been a definitely uh disappointing uh season so far they have cooper cup and the Stafford connection definitely working but other than that it seems like they don't really have a second receiver that uh, can come in and give support to Stafford and the offense. They thought Allen Robinson would be doing that, uh, but he's been a major, major disappointment. I I think the Bears fans are glad that the Bears did not pay him the money that he had asked for because he definitely is uh, struggling. I think he only has uh, probably has less than 200 yards in five games, which is uh, not a lot at all uh, for his stature. He was supposed to be a Pro Bowl receiver, Um, And then, you know, they're two and three. So you expected them to at least have a couple more wins. They lost to the Cowboys recently without Dak Prescott. Um, So, you know, um, let's see what happens. But there, I know their old line's been um, injured and stuff. So that's one of the reasons they feel like they're not doing as well on the offensive side. And their running game hasn't been as great. Cam Akers had come back, uh, but he has not looked good. Uh, and they have Daryl Henderson, but they haven't gotten the same running game uh, as they used to in the past. So that's definitely, for me, been one of the most underachieving teams uh, for the 2022 year so far. For me, um, the overachieving, uh, I had Giants as well, Rafay. Uh I'll go with the player. So one player that I know uh, Mustafa wanted us to give a shout out to. Mustafa is one of our uh, loyal listeners. He wanted us to give a shout-out to Geno Smith, who is having an amazing year. He is just killing it. Uh, I remember the Bears played them in the preseason. I was like, oh, man, Bears are not going to be the worst team. It's going to be the Seattle uh, Seahawks, and it's going to be because they have the worst QB in the league, Geno Smith. And this guy has done, like, nothing but just done great with the offense that you know he's been provided he's fourth in um he has the fourth highest qb rating which is saying a lot with a lot of these good qbs uh seventh in touchdown and the seattle seahawks are number seven in scoring points um that i know obviously they got you know tyler lockett they got dj metcalf uh rashad penny as a running back but you know that offense runs through geno smith and all the credit should go to him he has done an amazing job uh, and I know we were talking about last year, like, man, Russell needs of O-line. He needs some help. But, you know, you've never heard anyone talk about, hey, Geno Smith's getting killed out there. He needs more protection. And now you look at Russell bron- and, you know, with the Broncos and you're like, uh, maybe the Seattle Seahawks knew what they were doing. Um, and so for me, uh, one person that is definitely overachieving, and I hope he gets good money out of this, um, is Geno Smith
0: ibrahim are you letting gino cook or is gino somebody did. else on your mind
1: <laughs> so the beginning of this year
3: i was i thought it was really cool that gino smith and Mariota, marcus Mariota, were starting quarterbacks it brought me back to like 2015 whatever the year was and i was like man this is a throwback i'd love it for both of them to be successful gino smith has been playing out his mind um i think he's cementing himself that he can be a starting quarterback in this lead. Right. He might not be a top 10 guy, but top 15 serviceable. top 14. serviceable. Yeah. Yeah, he for not everyone can have a franchise quarterback. He can yeah. he can be a a nice bridge guy unless you know, if he keeps his up 9 to 2 touchdown interception ratio, he might say, "Hey, I'm the franchise." You know, but more power to him. But I'm not I'm actually not going to have him be my overachiever. My overachiever is Jalen Hurts. and the the eagles
0: yeah they
3: i don't care what anybody says i don't think anyone thought they would be this good he is he's not the most talented quarterback i've ever seen he doesn't have all of like like as weird as it sounds like carson wentz is like a prototypical quarterback he's big he's strong like measurables right go to the arm everything you know exactly jalen hurts he just wants it, right? And if you look at the way he throws compared to last year, you know he put he, he must have put a ton of time in because his throws are more accurate. He is just so much more efficient. He's playing out of his mind. And I'm really happy for, for the Eagles. Um, they're they're overachieving. Um the thing that gets me though is so they're my overachievers. My underachievers, and 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 Danielle mentioned it. The Broncos. Yes. I have never seen a quarterback drop as fast as Russell Wilson has dropped. And just in just terms of just stature and perception, he went from somebody that you thought, okay, Russ made Pete Carroll to now, oh my God, Pete Carroll must have done so much for Russ. Right. The complete opposite of the Belichick Tom Brady conversation, right? Like, like when Brady left, everyone's like, Well, without Bill Belichick, he's not going to do anything. He go gets the Super Bowl, and the the Patriots right now are, are not having a great season. They're like two and three. Um, uh, the complete opposite is happening right now with Russell, Russell Wilson, the way he ended that last game, the way he like, man, Russell Wilson, 10 years ago, that last play rolls out of the pocket, tries like runs around for his life to get a good pass and, and, and scores. Yeah. Um, so yeah, man, those those are my answers. But I'm actually really curious to hear Obeids because he always has the best answers.
0: That's, I mean, number one, thanks, and that's true. But you know, um, <laughs> I would say uh, mine is going to be not not really much of a surprise. My overachiever is um, I have two teams, and one of them is a little bit of a surprise. Is uh, one is the Cowboys, very surprised, especially considering the fact that their starting quarterback was injured in the first game. Everybody, everybody wrote them off. They're like, now they're done. They're four and one. They have a matchup with the Eagles this week. Dak is back. Who, who knows what happens? But they're front runners, um, potential front runners in the NFC, also in their division as well. So they're doing really well. Another team that I think it's um overachieving, um, it's gonna be a surprise because their record doesn't really show it, is the Cleveland Browns. I didn't think they would be that good with Jacoby Brissett. Um, at and they're two and three, but fun fact, all three games that they've lost have been by a combined six points so they very well could be five and oh the cleveland browns and so um i just think that this team is very very well built from the the inside out their lines are fantastic great pass rush great run blocking um they can stop the run they can rush the quarterback they have good secondaries have good linebackers they have an amazing running attack they have serviceable receivers i mean amara cooper is a good receiver um the only thing they're short of is quarterback, and that dude's gonna come back in I don't know week twelve. So who knows where they're gonna be? But I think I thought they would be like 0 and five at this point, not much far off at two and three. But they had a very good shot of being um, close to being undefeated this year. And I think um, the Chiefs are also overachieving in my opinion. I I think I thought there was gonna be a bit of a fall off after they lost um, uh, Tyreek Hill, and you can see that their offense has changed, and that's kind of to the genius of to Andy Reid. Fantastic coach adjusting on the go on the fly, knowing that I don't have Tyreek anymore. I'm not gonna have those 60, 70, 80 yard bombs constantly. So he's he's doing what Brady does, dinking and ducking, and having having those plays to Tyreek Kelsey who's being really utilized at Gronkowski at this point. Um, you have MVS, you have Juju, um, you have two running backs uh coming out in the black backfield and stuff. So they're doing a good job in different ways. And it's not putting a lot of pressure on Mahomes because now out of this year, compared to this past years, they're running the ball a lot more. So they're evolving with what they have on offense. And so I didn't, I wouldn't, I would see if, you know, based off of their schedule that they would take kind of a hit. And I had the Broncos man, like that, that's going to be my underachiever. I thought they were going to just ride high to the Super bowl, but no, absolutely not. The chiefs are still the team to beat. And I think probably the entire AFC, they're the team to beat in my opinion at this moment.
3: So I got I got to do a plus one on that. The Chiefs, I think I think people do not give Patrick Mahomes enough credit. Absolutely. I'm not talking about I'm not just talking about his 15 to uh, 15 touchdowns and to two interceptions. I'm not talking about like a 67% passer uh completion rate. I'm talking about the lack of ego, right? How many other quarterbacks would be like, let's run the ball more let's get the ball out of my hands where I'm not going to get these stats, even though I signed a contract for half a billion dollars. Right. Yeah. Like, well, when you look at his contract, when you look at everything, the fact that he's willing to take what the defense gives him, Right. There were a couple of plays in the game um, this past week where like, I think he thought he still had Tyreek where he threw the ball deep and the guy couldn't get the ball because he wasn't fast enough. But outside of a couple throws, he played within the, the system, within the offense, within the limitations of the players around him. And he did a great job of getting everyone involved. And like, I know we're going to say, well, you know, Travis Kelsey got four touchdowns, but he really only got a couple catches, right? He got, mm-hmm. um, I got to double check. He got five catches for like 33 yards or something crazy like that. Like it wasn't a lot. Touchdowns. He, yeah, like he took four he had four touchdowns but what I'm saying is like he got a, it wasn't like he fed him like the ball 20 times and got mm-hmm. like 300 yards. He went in the, the the red zone, he's like, "Well, I got the biggest guy here. I'm going to leverage that and I'm going to feed him." And it's the evolution of Patrick Mahomes and his humbleness and his willingness to do the work and take what the defense gives him. I don't think people give him enough credit for that. Like it's I, impressive.
0: I agree. I mean, you have uh... I've seen the like this year in the games that I've watched him. He's grown. He's matured as a passer. He's always been the good leader. He's had those intangibles. Like you can see, his, like even in his not his rookie year, but like the the year he came out, really fifty touchdowns. Like they knew that this is our leader. Now, like no unquestioned. And you can see his game is improving. He's adapting. He can evolve, and that's what the great quarterbacks do. That's what the Tom Brady's did. No matter you can. Uh, some of the years we don't even know a receiver that he had on his team, and he still put up amazing numbers. But most importantly, he won. And that's guys like uh, guys like uh, Brady, guys like Manning, now Mahomes. They they do the same thing. They're like, all right, put whoever, put us five, put us four there. He, he he'll get us a couple catches. He'll find us in the perfect spot. Now whether it's up to us or not, if we catch it or not, that's not. He won't complain about
3: my us. go route. That's what I. Know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: well, actually, yeah. to kind of like jump on top of the of Patrick Mahomes, uh, mm-hmm. wagon. Like like last year, there was a, like a four or five six game stretch where he did struggle a little bit. Like he didn't look like yeah. the Patrick Mahomes yeah. he was used to, and it was because like the teams were like, "Hey, let's play two two safety high." And yeah, just knock out, knock out, knock
0: out, knock out Tyreek. They can't just yeah, take yeah.
2: yeah. that out. And he struggled, but to his credit, he rebounded. And then yeah. he lost Tyreek because apparently Tyreek last year was like, "No, I want the ball more. I want the ball more." So they went away from Kelsey, became a little bit more predictable yeah. of an offense. And he just, dis- despite that, he was able to get them to the AFC Championship. Um, and then the which season, they should have won, by the way, <laughs> should have won, won. won. <laughs> should have won that but over in this off season, he's got he's got kelsey so that okay fine that's dude, like, i
0: freaking love travis kelsey i oh, mean he's, he's, he, he seems maybe. like such a cool dude to hang out with and like he's oh just, absolutely he's the life absolutely. of the party he's a great tight end he doesn't look like he has an ego he kind of reminds me of like a gronk he's kind of like that type of personality yeah right? he's but, but
2: to that point of like how that offense runs exclusively through patrick mahomes like it's one point it's like oh i have kelsey i have andy Reid. it's like it's another thing to execute and run it consistently and spread the ball. Cause that's something that he's been doing throughout this year. Yeah. He's got like eight different receivers every game who've caught at least one pass.
0: Well, um, uh, uh, I, on that, on that point, Rafa, actually, i um, sorry to cut you off. I actually want to dive into the next question. Cause we're talking about Mahomes so much. Is he your MVP right now or not?
2: Oh, 110%. Okay. He's your MVP. Cause I think
0: I think Ibrahim and Daniel might have a different answer. I'm I'm 50-50, but I'll let you know my thoughts, but let's go with Ibrahim on this one. What do you think? Is he your MVP right now or is somebody else on your mind?
3: First off, I I do want to get back to the blasphemy that Rafi just viewed. (laughs) Tyreek not getting the ball. Do you know in last season... He got more catches than he had ever done in his career. No, no He got a hundred. saying that he
1: wanted more. No, he, oh, wanted, he, more. he wanted more he than a
3: hundred. His next highest season was like eighty something catches. But and, and okay. to be
2: fair, like I wasn't in the Chiefs building. This is just like heard. <laughs> you were so in Kansas
3: City. He's an this insider. Is what I've
2: heard is that he was very adamant that he is not getting as mo- the ball as much, and he wanted like a max contract. Um, and the How about Chiefs the were- money, man. You know, like he he saw Cooper Cup getting like 200 catches. Tyreek Hill is a fantastic wide receiver. Yeah, it's just it it seems like Miami worked out for him and everything worked out for the Chiefs. So, when
3: true, true. But I I did want to call that out because that was a narrative that I heard quite a bit about you know, Tyreek not being happy with his role. And I'm just like, you got 111 catches, you got 1200 yards, and you got like nine or 10 touchdowns. You had a very productive year.
0: You know, it, it's hard to say, but and it's probably still too early in season. We'll see how it progresses. But I think this Chiefs offense is better without Tyreek Hill. I know that's hard to say because he's such a yeah. dynamic Yeah. He's such a dynamic a wide receiver and he's he's a top five receiver to me. I think unquestioned top five receiver. Like there's nobody that can lace boots and run as fast as he can. Absolutely but nobody comes close is- in that conversation as Tyreek Hill. But man, I I just think that they're once they find the like, I don't think they're 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 not even fully clicking. Utilizing, I mean, mean, Juju's still learning that offense. You still got MVS learning that offense. A lot of new guys still there. Man, I think when they get to that point, and they might, you know, you want to peak at the right time. That's what the NFL is all about: peaking at the right time. And I think that might be one of the teams later on in the year that picks up everything on offense. They might lose a couple games that you're like, what the heck? Like the like the loss they had to the Colts a few weeks back. Like what the hell just happened there? They're gonna. They might have a few of those throughout the year, but man, I think this offense and their defense is a lot better than last year too. So uh, I just yeah. think that's uh, Chiefs are someone to look out for. Um, Ibrahim, who's your MVP? Sorry, I, I know that we want to get back to that question.
3: Yeah, great. So good question. I think if you look at it in a vacuum of just this year, I feel like Patrick Mahomes would get it. But we have to also realize that the people that vote for this get let's call it like voter fatigue. He's been dominant for so long, the beginning of his career, that I feel like the voters want to give it to other people. And so I think it's going to fall, and this is going to be totally cheating. It'll be it'll fall somewhere between Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Jackson, and Jalen Hurts. Now, my front runner, my favorite that I think is going to take the MVP out of those three will be Lamar. Because this dude is built different. He wants you to count him out. He wants to be drafted by a team and have every other team tell him he should be a wide receiver. He wants to finally get thrown in there and win an MVP. And then right when it's time for him to get his money, when there's been a history of the next man up gets the biggest contract in NFL history, when they tell him to take a pay cut, he wants to prove them wrong. And I think that they've lost you know, a game um, and a couple of bad decisions. But I think statistically... He's going to just blow everyone out of the water. There's he's passing so much better and there's no one that can compete with him from a quarterback perspective yeah. from from just running the ball. I don't know what what he did this past week, but going into this last week, he was averaging 10 yards a carry. That is ridiculous. Like it's one thing if you have like two carries and you get 20 yards and you're like, yeah, I average 10, 10, 10 yards a carry, but with how much he's running, like he 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 is the Ravens' and it, as long as they have a winning record i don't know how you don't give him the mvp considering everything he's doing right now
0: i um that that's very valid um are you sticking with the eagles uh, and and jalen i mean jalen hurts for mvp daniel
1: no no, no I, I don't think hurts is going to win the mvp i think he's going to he's having a great year but i think he'll no, come- no,
0: no 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 that's not my question my question is, who's the MVP right now, thus far? Oh, thus Not far? Winning, um, thus yeah, far. I mean, Hurts
1: has, Hurts has had a great season. Um, I, I like Ibrahim, I was I had put this down for me between two guys, Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen. A lot of Lamar Jackson because he's on my fantasy team, and he's been killing it for my team and, you know, uh, has really helped me. I was just looking at some stats. So he has um, the Ravens are number seven in rushing out of 32 teams. He's rushed the ball and has rushed for 374 yards. The second closest is Justice Hill, who's only rushed for 125, which is insane. Uh, And and that's not even talking about his uh, passing skills. As a passer, he's at 12 touchdowns, five interceptions. Um, And like Ibrahim said, man, this guy is betting on himself. And you love those people. He does not care. He's like, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to risk it. I'm going to be physical. I'm going to run and I'm still going to play the best QB as I've ever played. And I'm going to get that contract. And I hope he gets that contract that he's looking for because if he doesn't, someone else will pay him. And I hope that's the Bears. I don't know if that's going to happen, but nonetheless. But regardless of what I just said, I think the MVP at the moment is Josh Allen. Why? Because he has the best team and the best record. Actually, Jalen Hurts has the best record. But in my opinion, uh, the Bills are the best team. And the biggest reason why they're the best team right now is because of Josh Allen. He is first in yards, second in touchdown. He has all the stats. You know, he has made Stefan Diggs. He's got McKenzie. He's got Gabe Davis. This guy is a monster. He can also run the ball and he does not get tackled easily. And he's not someone that's fragile. So for me, if I had to vote today, It'd be between Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen should be the MVP as of right now.
0: Um, I I uh, I I actually agree with both Rafe and Danielle. Disagree with Ibrahim. I don't think Jalen Hurts should be the mvp i just i mean he's got four touchdowns man like passing come on in five games though he has seven rushing touchdowns which is sort of an anomaly away for a touchdowns Florida. for miles sanders absolutely i'm not <laughs> that has nothing to do with that by the way uh i think right now with considering the situation i give the mvp to patrick mahomes just the way he's playing uh, and the trajectory that he's on but I'd say 50 50, Josh Allen and um, Mahomes can both get it. But I think long term, obviously, you can put Lamar Jackson in that conversation. And I would even say, dark horse, you can put Tom Brady in that conversation because, you know, constantly revolving door of our receivers. One's injured, one's suspended, this and that happens, and dude's still balling out. Uh, but stats wise, I mean, 15 and two, that's hard to beat, man. Um, uh, Josh Allen's 14 and four. I just think Josh Allen makes a little bit too many interceptions, a little bit too many mistakes. Mahomes is safer I think that maybe those those two things end up changing a few games in the in the season but at the same time uh it definitely changes the stats too. So right now I'm, I'm going to say at this moment my MVP is Patrick Mahomes with a close second Josh Allen. Um for the, which, for the
3: record just quick back check uh Jalen Hurts has 10 touchdowns. Uh, if you're Googling it, he has four passing, but that's what he, that's right. what, that's made what I, that's literally that's what what I, said. I said. four. Oh, oh, well I was not paying attention. I so listeners, listeners my own passing.
0: fellow podcast. does not <laughs> listen to me. So what is Sorry, you know? I have
3: kids crying upstairs. I'm losing track of things. <laughs> I get it. All right.
0: So what I will do is um, my next question. Uh, I'm going to give you two questions. Abrahim. I want you to answer them for me. Okay. Cause I know you have to head out in a bit. Um, what are your, your two favorite? I mean, your Super Bowl favorites right now. And with the recent firing of Matt Rule from the Panthers, who's the next coach who's going to get axed?
3: axed. So that that one's a, a really tough one. Because if you like, if you just look at the standings, like if you look at the worst team in each conference, you look at like, okay, New England's at the bottom of their conference. They're not firing Belichick, right? You look at the AFC North, the Steelers are the bottom of the conference. They're not firing Tomlin, right? You look at the South. Houston, they just got their coach. That kind of fire. Uh, there's
0: only one right answer. And yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> it. There's no other right answer, guys. Yeah, there's only
3: one. <laughs> I was trying to get to it, right? I am trying to build up to it. But yeah, that that's my pick. That's my pick. And um, I, what your I pick. Uh, Hackett. I, I I don't see him lasting me on this year. I really don't. His play calling.
0: I, I, just don't see it. I don't it I don't trocious. see it.
3: Uh I'm going to let Obade explain it more elegantly than I ever will. <laughs> but to go to your next question, um the the Super Bowl picks, right? So I I I did a re, uh a rehash of last year where I I picked the Buccaneers and the Chiefs again. I don't think the Buff- Buccaneers are going to make it. Uh I'm going to throw the 49ers into the mix. Mm. They're they, they're 3 and 1 since Garoppolo took over. And I just see so much instability across the league. Like, there's no other team. Like, I think the Chiefs are going to be great. I think the 49ers, if they meet the Eagles in the playoffs, I think the 49ers are going to beat the Eagles because their defense is amazing. Their defense destroyed the Rams, right? Like, I really think 49ers, Chiefs, Super Bowl. That's my
0: pick. All right. All right. I'll I'll just jump in real quick. I'd say for me, the next head coach on the hot seat, I think the only answer right now is it's got to be <laughs> it's got to be Hackett. I mean, my God, the dude is awful. Um, I could also say the um, uh, the better
1: question should be how long do you think Hackett will survive?
0: Ah, uh, I I mean, okay, honestly, I think he makes it through the season. Oh, really? Um, I I think he does. Another head coach that I don't know might not make it far, or you know, the um, shoot, what's his name? in uh who you talk what's a what team? team i forgot I, I, uh, hold on hold on i'm, I'm going through the teams I, I i just had his name oh uh I, I totally oh the the falcons coach uh arthur smith oh, yeah. i think he's really holding back his team he's i mean <laughs> it's just
1: he's uh, not using pits. <laughs> yeah not that i have
0: <laughs> pits. i don't have pits in fantasy so but that's not the point um i think those two uh, basically if you're a crap team you have a higher chance of you know your your head coach being fired i mean i love dan campbell and 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 the the i feel like i would i would run through a wall for dan Campbell because i think he's such a motivating figure he might not be the best head coach so that could also be somebody (laughs) else to consider as well so um and then my super bowl man i i gotta say right now just the way that they're playing now and again it's going to be different than my mvp pick i'm going to say buffalo because i have to go with uh, two formulas for a Super Bowl: good quarterback, good defense. Yep. Buffalo has both. That All right, And that's what I'm going to choose, and I think their overall team's a little bit better than Kansas City. They've already beaten them, by the way, this year, which can be important in standings and whatnot. NFC. Wait, honestly, beat them not. this year. They did beat them. No, no, no. They have a game this year. Excuse me. they yeah, not Up. My, my apologies. Yeah, they have a game coming up this week, so that's going to be an important game, but. I think Buffalo has an overall better team, but we'll see how this game this weekend plays out, okay? Um, I say Buffalo and the AFC, NFC, I'm going to say, and I don't know how you guys don't see it still, they're the clear favorites. These really? the Buccaneers. best? Oh. Uh, I mean, come on. Tom Brady's still there. He's, he's still not their quarterback. They still have a good offense. Their defense is still really good. I mean, after the wide receiver carousel of Evans being suspended, Godwin's out, Julio's out. Once they're all healthy, come on, man. Like nobody's gonna stand, nobody's gonna they destroyed the Eagles in the playoffs last year. They literally destroyed the Eagles in the playoffs last year. Cowboys aren't gonna do much. We know the Packers aren't gonna do much. The Rams are really struggling right now. 49ers, I don't know. If, if you're gonna give me 49ers, Jimmy G or Tom Brady, I'm taking Tom Brady. So I think it's a pretty easy answer for me to go Buccaneers and Bills at this moment, right now, uh in the Super Bowl.
1: Interesting. Uh, I'll go next. So I think uh, as Obeyed and Ibrahim mentioned, I think the next coach that should get fired is Nathaniel Hackett. He has been atrocious with the Denver Broncos. He has made Russell Wilson look like an incompetent quarterback, uh, which I think he's not. Um, And I believe that he will get fired if this continues the way he's play calling, the way he's been handling the situation. I think he will get fired before the end of the season, especially if they're out of the playoffs. If they're like, you know, six and seven or like five and seven, he's going to get fired uh, because they're not going to risk, you know, they need a scapegoat. And he's one of the main reasons why they're struggling. Um, So I think he's going to get fired before the season ends. Um, And for me, the Super Bowl. uh, So I think the AFC is pretty clear. Uh, I think it's going to be the Buffalo Bills. I think they'll play the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC championship. but. The Bills will have the revenge that they want from last year. They will beat the uh the Chiefs uh, and they will move forward because the but if you look at the uh stats, the Bills have the best offense and the best defense in terms mm-hmm. of uh, scoring points and giving up points. So that's crazy sad because the defense is not even fully healthy. Uh, so that's only going to get better. And somehow, if they get trade for uh christian mccaffrey that they're talking about if that happens that's the Ooh. only game that's the only part of the game that's kind of weak The running game uh that would be sick too um anything's possible uh with that uh and then on the nfc side like um is uh i mean what's it call Ibrahim and obeyed you mentioned the san francisco 49ers and the buccaneers obviously with tom brady um there's another team that we aren't talking about in the nfc i think I know we talk about it a lot, but I think it's the Cowboys. Their defense is top notch. Um, they're come really, on, really good. Well, let's. I, I'm not saying they're gonna come out, good but defense. I'm saying that's one team that's gonna be more competitive than the Packers and more than the Rams. Um, and if Dak goes back to being Dak before injury, I think they have a good shot because they have Lamb, they have Gallup, they have Tony Pollard, who they should be starting over Zeke. Uh, But I think I'm going to agree with Ibrahim. I think the 49ers make it out. I trust that coaching uh, more than I trust the Buccaneers. I know Brady's here. I think Buccaneers have a better defense, but their offense has been stumbling. They haven't been scoring well. Um, And, you know, the divorce that he's filing with his wife, I don't know if that's going to impact, but I think he hasn't been as good as he has been the past couple of years. And, you know, it might be the age. So 49ers and the Bills in the Super Bowl for me this year.
0: I don't know. Are, are you going to go as blasphemous as saying the Cowboys have a shot, Rafa? Tell me you're not. Oh, God, no.
2: <laughs> They're not going anywhere. No, no, but, but, but to Danielle's credit, they have a good defense. If, you, if you're looking at just Carson. one aspect of the team, if you lo- just look at the defense, you're like, okay, we've got the defense. Offense, it's surprisingly overachieving, as we talked about, uh, but it's still the – Cowboys and it's still Jerry Jones's team. It's, so it's Mike McCarthy,
0: know. for the love of God, come on!
2: <laughs> this is Mike McCarthy, so they're not going anywhere. Having said that, like okay, so who's the next coach getting fired? There's only one answer: <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Hackett. The one good thing he did is he did not. Uh, I'm going to go against what Danielle said, and I'm saying that he's despite everything being said about him, he's somehow making Russell Wilson look better than he is. Really? Um, and a good a good decision that he made is in the first game, instead of putting the ball in Russ's hands, he went for it on like a 64 yard attempt, <laughs> which uh, is 66 like-
0: yards, by the way, it was, okay. 60, it was an NFL record kick. Come on, man.
2: But anyways, uh, so he's going to get fired. I don't think he's going to make it through the season. Um, but that's just me uh having said that like my pick for the super bowl i do think it's gonna be the 49ers because because um i know the bucks are are good i know tom brady is good he doesn't have gronk though gronk has been a crucial contributor to the second half of tom brady's legacy uh there's the first uh, dynasty in the 2000s the first three years with new england but then uh, there was like the 10 years afterwards and of course with the buccaneers as well where Gronk was a a huge blanket for him and uh it's that role of a tight end that has me narrowly edging the chiefs over the bills it could honestly go either way i can see it being a bills um 49ers uh, super bowl but i do think that with the pieces that the chiefs have they can keep josh allen off the field and josh allen when there's pressure he tends to make more mistakes than patrick i Moore. agree
0: I agree. And the other
2: problem is he doesn't play as well against top tier competition. Um, He plays really well against top tier uh, competition, but relative to Patrick Mahomes, I don't think it's as good. So it's going to be close, but I'm going to have the Chiefs and 49ers for a rematch of the Super Bowl two years ago.
0: All right, guys. And then we'll end off on... An important question for you guys. I don't care. Whatever. But you guys do. Oh, no, I not No, he doesn't care. Okay, Danielle. we will speak on behalf of our other scrubs, Ibrahim and Yusuf, who currently aren't here at this moment. But tell us your thoughts on how the Bears are doing this, this season.
1: The Bears. Um, you know, people would say, you know, this is where they assumed they would be. They're two and three. Uh, they got blown out by the Packers. Uh, they lost to the Vikings. They were getting blown out by the Vikings. They actually came back, played pretty well. Uh, and uh, I forgot who, they, who else they lost to. Um, but overall, I mean, the biggest thing that we have been looking forward to is Justin Fields' progression. Um, it had looked bad the last two games. It has looked better. Um, and we're hoping it continues. But the biggest thing is their O-line is just really, really bad. And he does not have time to throw um he's also been missing throws though you know wide open people so that might be because his conference level he, he or he's just scared that he's gonna get hit um and obviously they lost to the giants too that's the other team that they lost to but um you know they are where they are um the good thing about them losing is they're gonna have a high draft pick so you know i want to see fields throw 250 yards two touchdowns a game and lose that's that would be the ideal uh situation for the Bears fan. Uh, on the offensive side, um, and they need some pass catchers. They have Mooney, who's been disappointing so far, in my opinion. Uh, Komet, they need to move on from him, and they don't really have anyone else. Running game has been pretty solid. Defensively, um, uh, the, there are rookies there, so I know they've been. it's been a tough sledding, but I think they're going to get better with time. Uh, they need a pass rush. That's what they're lacking. Uh, but overall, 2-3, I think that's where we expected them. Uh, I think we as Bears fans got really happy when they beat a really good team, 49ers, for Week One, and we were like eight, nine games playoff contention. Here we come! Uh, but then after losing to the Giants, uh, and then obviously losing to the Vikings, um, I think it's gonna be a tough sledding uh, for Bears fans. But I still think they're gonna win seven games this year, which is what I call it at the beginning. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna beat the Washington Commanders this coming Thursday. Uh, and I think I, I think Fields is going to improve. I think the last couple of games, he's been getting better. I hope they trade for DJ Moore, uh, and I hope they get some pass catchers this year uh, because I think Fields, once he gets that, once he gets comfor- comfor- uh, comfortable comfortable uh, with some pass catchers and an O-line, uh, I think he'll be performing better, hence the team performing better.
0: Rafa, what are your thoughts on the Bears and Justin Fields? I'm gonna be completely honest,
2: full, full disclosure that I haven't actually watched the Bears. Um, however, <laughs> okay. But like, but to pay, um, what have you heard? So from what I've heard, and to just support and uh, 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 Justin Fields is like, if you don't have a good O line, it's very hard to overcome. Like, if you don't have a good center, if you don't have a left tackle guarding your blind side, or for for Tua before he went down, uh, uh the right tackle, you know, um. Uh, it's so hard. We saw a couple of years ago in the Super Bowl when the Chiefs, very arrogantly, didn't really emphasize their O line yep. because like one, one of their O line went down and they like didn't like practice really well with like any given order. Uh, Patrick Mahomes ran like two hundred yards behind the <laughs> sc- line of scrimmage, and they they got dismantled. You know, um. So if if that can happen to Patrick Mahomes without good O line, like. It's not a good barometer to see like, oh, this is how this is the ceiling of Justin Fields. You know, I feel really bad for the guy. Um, he got drafted by the Bears, and now he's being subjected to Bears <laughs> abuse, oral-
0: abuse in the backfield. I don't think he's in a good situation. Yep. And i do, I don't think i I don't think you're gonna see a good improvement. I think hiring Matt Eberflus or Eberflus. Whatever from the he was a coach, defensive coordinator. He was a good defensive coordinator, but that's kind of defensive stops. Been disappointing too though. But sure, like, sure, who but can, I mean, in
2: good conscience be like, I want this person to be drafted by the Chicago Bears. Or like honestly, if,
0: if I was Chicago, I know it was. Uh, retrospect, hindsight's twenty twenty. I get it. You will hire someone like Mike McDaniel, yes. the the co- the coach for the Dolphins, who's worked yeah. with Sean McVay, who's worked with new quarterbacks, who's worked with Matt Stafford people with success develop yeah people with success developing quarterbacks you hire somebody like that yes he's new yes he's young blood but it's these newer types of coaches that are doing super well in the nfl and that's kind of what the league is moving towards you know and and that's you know i guess look you can't go and change the decision but uh I think that's something that would have been smart to do. Is yeah, everybody wanted something, someone stable, but this is what you get with stability. You don't get improvement. You don't get creativity. You need innovation. You, exactly. You, gain, you, you don't. You pain. don't get that. You get the and same X, today. You get the same X's and O's without the without the personnel to complete those X's and O's, and without the development to complete those X's and O's. And that's the issue that they have in Chicago is. Nobody's questioning his talent. He's got amazing talent. He's got an awesome arm. He's super mobile. He seems like a really good kid. He has those leadership qualities. Uh, you know, and he obviously had that in college too. He was a successful college quarterback. You know, it's not like the we all nag on Mitch like, Yeah, he was a terrible college quarterback. How did he go number two? Yeah, one year in North Carolina, poor guy got
2: drafted at two when he would have gotten drafted at three, and the Bears like traded up to get (laughs) him.
0: Yeah, I mean, like you're you're not questioning that with Justin Fields. He's had that college success. He's he's been a good quarterback for the longest time. He was in contention with for the number one pick with Trevor Lawrence. Obviously, you know now that was at when the closer you got to the draft, the lower he dropped for whatever reason. But you know, I, I I don't know. I don't see him getting better with the team that he has now. There's yeah. a ceiling, and the ceiling is not very high right now. It is not a high ceiling, especially with this team, it's and that's only gonna. Sh- it's only gonna shoot down his confidence.
1: But the one, yeah, but the one thing they're not doing that I blame the coaching team is like they're not letting him just rip it. Like, there's nothing you, like, we're not trying to win games this year, right? So, like, being conservative, uh going, running the ball on third and three, or not going forward on fourth down, like, just put it in Justin Fields' hands, let him dictate if the Bears win or lose. It's okay with losing, but he needs to get that experience, and, you know, just throwing, I think they were throwing only 15 attempts the first four games, or five games that they played, which is, like, terrible. Like, for QB, the only way he's going to learn is by just ripping it, and, learning on the go um so that's the one thing i'm disappointed by is just like let him throw it i don't care if he throws three four interceptions a game he needs to learn i I know obeyed you definitely know about this is manning's did terrible the first year he threw so many picks but that definitely made him better right and i think that's what that's what the bears need to do they need to just let him play and just let him rip it i think they're just like oh no turnovers no just be careful and i think that's getting to his head and he's not taking chances he's not ripping it uh, and he's not playing with flow, uh, and I think that's another thing where he's struggling, uh, but that's he, on coaching. It's
2: an interesting you analogy, though, you bring up yeah. Manning, because, like, Manning, when he first came in, like, the culture they had at the Colts wasn't exactly right either. He had Marvin Harrison, you know? I mean, he, he kept saying, like, oh, man, I just hope Marvin's open, you know? But then they got rid of the coach. They were able to, like, develop a healthier culture. That's the thing about the Bears is, like, they routinely pick – the wrong culture for whatever reasons you know and they also tried to make Cutler more of a pocket passer and I understand they didn't want him to get hurt and they didn't want but like you can still do bootlegs you know and I don't know if they're doing that enough with Justin Fields like getting him outside of the pocket or anything uh I because I haven't been watching that uh the the Bears uh games uh Daniel maybe you can comment on that like are they putting him are they putting not as him much? In place where, they're, where he can. Well, succeed?
1: they're not. They're not throwing the ball that often. So you know, it's not even coming up. Even if it is, it's once or twice. But not as much. I mean, okay. more than what they were doing with Mitch with the previous regime, but. I, I mean, I'm not as upset with the play calling. I think it's much better than what it was last year. I, I like that they're running. I, I like what they're doing, but they need to let him rip it. Like, just get back and just throw the ball. Like, let him make mistakes. It's don't be afraid. And I think he's afraid. Uh, and I think that's hurting his progression down the road. And I think that's making him second guess. And he's missing throws that he probably wasn't missing. Um, last couple of years,
0: so. man, aside, aside from Mike McDaniel, imagine like Doug Peterson.
1: Yes. Yes, you were talking about that when uh, look what when he's were doing like, with look what he's doing nuts, with he the Jaguars. Trevor the Jaguars Lawrence, are a yeah.
0: really good team. They have a good defense. You know, Better they on. signed. They had uh, Trevor Lawrence was was a nightmare last year. Yeah. And they signed a couple of offensive, um yeah. uh, you know, pieces for yeah, him. They drafted offensive, you know, um, uh, receivers for him. They drafted running back for him. They signed some uh wide receivers for him, and he's doing great.
3: Yeah.
0: I mean, he, obviously, there's obviously mean, room for movement, but. Right now, I mean, give me the Jaguars' future yes. over the Bears' future yes. any, of the, oh, any day of the week. 110%. 110%. And it's, yeah. if, if I had said that last to. year, you guys would be laughing at me. But at this moment, no, it's true that, because I mean, Peterson is a quarterback-friendly coach. And yes. that's what you need with a new quarterback. It's really simple. It's really simple. <laughs> It's not rocket science. It's really not. I don't I I I I don't I don't get it. I mean, I get the reliable thing. I get it. But you get a you get a reliable coach if you have a reliable quarterback. Everything else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I don't even think truly. You put Mike Tomlin as the Bears head coach, I don't think it does much. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a lot of change. I'm not saying Mike Tomlin's a bad coach. I'm not saying that. I think no, he's slightly like off think game he's, today. Yeah, I think and he's slightly overrated, in my opinion, Mike Tomlin, because he's I just think so too. been in such a good organization. My don't hear that. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. But nonetheless, I'm digressing. But you could tell. Look what he did with Mitch. I mean, you literally gave a team on a silver platter to him, and he shit the bed, literally. And
2: that's my concern for uh, Kenny Pickett. It's like, do you have the offensive mind to help a young quarterback, mold a young quarterback? into the next stage of their career then ne- because like NFL is so much faster
0: yeah
2: than college. Like oh my
0: They're god
1: offensive oriented yeah, yeah.
0: imagine yeah. imagine if the Bears had hired Nathaniel Hackett as a head coach. <laughs> Oh, well, well, that's one thing. Was, but that's right? good that they didn't choose him. Like, I think. I think you know, Daniel, Youssef, Ibrahim. Like they would lose their minds yeah. if that was it, his. He's
1: uh, Nathaniel Hackett is worse than. You are like, already, already is,
0: losing your minds over
1: yeah, yeah for a lot Rockers. of the Bears'
0: decisions right now, and and yeah. the Broncos. Imagine if it was a team you actually cared about. Holy! I never crap.
1: thought there would be a worse coach than. Matt Nagy, but I, I have been proven wrong in just five <laughs> games by the Daniel Hackett.
0: For real. I would hate to be a fan of the Broncos, man. We were proven wrong the first game. Yeah, I would
1: hate to be a fan of the Broncos. They lost
0: 12-9. Yeah. To, to the Colts. Who, <laughs> yeah. Matt Ryan is barely Matt Ryan. Like, he, he barely well, can throw. He doesn't have any time in the offensive. Okay, on, I'm going to do something
2: kind of counter, like, I'm going to go contrarian opinion here, but, like, like, for Russell Wilson, like I honestly never been really a big fan. I never thought he was that great. I thought it was more Pete Carroll. I thought it was more of the Legion of loom and and and, you know, I just thought that they were able to help him, and he was a good, very good game manager who was able to extend the a play with getting out of the pocket. Um, but there was that one play, the final play. And he had a man like wide open.
0: He threw an interception now, huh? Didn't he throw
2: interception? No, 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 no. This was an incomplete, but this was a touchdown. This should have been a touchdown, you know. And in his defense, because he's shorter, I don't know if he literally saw the person who was wide Right. Open. right. Like, like, and I'm not saying that to be a jerk, I'm just saying that, like, hey, I don't know no, if he that's, saw it, that. that's a physical but I'm limitation. seeing it from a bird's eye view. Yeah, I'm watching bird. the TV. You know so it's it's easy to be like oh he was wide open and everything It's like technically he was wide open josh allen would have made that throw patrick mahomes would have made that throw everyone would have made that throw um but he didn't and um no, well, i mean i don't know i i wasn't i was never a big fan of him
0: yeah all right well again i appreciate you rafa coming out thank you for uh, joining us um and me. always giving your insight uh aside from football it's just good seeing you man it's good hanging out with you good talking to That's you nice. um, as always you know um a big thanks from all of all of our scrubs from myself daniel abraham yusuf thanks for being on for us and uh hope to catch you soon uh maybe halfway through the year we'll have another podcast talk about you know all those things if they had come into fruition we'll play qb are-
2: when we do our uh flag football thanksgiving if it's in uh, uh december uh, last week of December. Uh, I can make it. We'll, awesome. we
0: make, awesome. we'll try know. to we, make we it will, that week. We will make it happen when you we'll are not it. there. Okay. <laughs> 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 but uh, Most importantly, thank you guys all for listening to us. Um, we're just a bunch of stupid friends just talking. And yeah. you guys, the, the four people that listen. No intelligence. So <laughs> <intelligent enough. laughs> yeah. And, I, and I'm going to um, preface this by saying, uh, we have a bunch of stuff on the social media we haven't been as active but i promise you we always say this and we're gonna be more active <laughs> we have twitter and inst- daniel you gotta get on get a, gotta get on that twitter especially football sundays like you know how you're tweeting for basketball you gotta do the same for football man um so twitter instagram uh facebook and uh, i think what we should do guys maybe like a sunday night game for all free i'd love to do a twitch live stream which would be really yeah we fun. should yeah be, definitely that would, that would, that would be awesome, awesome. You know, whatever any Sunday I know we all have things going on in our lives, but whatever would be awesome. Dude, I think that'd be Sunday really cool. Sunday night,
1: let Ibrahim know this is actually a good Sunday night game too. I think, right? Wait, which, a, a which cow- Cowboys it? Eagles? Cowboys Ooh, Eagles. that's a good game.
0: We can find a better one if we have something throughout the year as as the year progresses. Hey,
2: hey, what about the uh, the Chiefs uh, Buffalo Bills game? I think that's it's a, this week, right? On a, it's not a night three game. though. Okay. Um, if you decide to do that i can do it but it just seems like a really big game and a very consequential game for like
0: super super early in the year you know
2: yeah like this can this can
0: determine the seeding for the afc playoffs oh 100% it will 100% you know? it can and will. Uh, i'm i'm trying to find a sunday night game cuz i know that's going to be not a really time. good
1: games to be honest this week 11 that's the one i like that's the only one I like. Bengals this... and Steelers? Oh, maybe it was 10.
0: I like Week 10 Chargers 49ers. Yes, that that's the one. Game. Sorry,
1: that's the one. Char- that's yeah. the one. This Chargers 49ers and the one this Sunday. That's the only ones that, that are good. I really, I, re-
0: I really want to do it for uh, the, the Bears and Commanders. I know that's a hot <laughs> game. Everybody's going to want to see you can't pay me to watch that <laughs> wow you, you, you know I, I read a comment online and it resonated so much with it. it's like you know how like when you're in i don't know may and you're like man i wish football comes on i, I don't care if it's the commanders or bears watching it I'll, I'll playing i'll watch it now that they're playing i really don't want to watch them <laughs> and i'm just like i don't care about this thursday night football game honestly but again thank you guys for listening to us we'll we'll catch you guys soon uh more nfl and football and and uh football stuff going on also nba is gonna catch back up in the next you know few weeks as well so that's gonna be exciting to talk about you know our pre uh, our predictions before the for the season starts um and uh thank you again and uh peace out see y'all